Morning, everyone. So good to see you guys in the church today. <laughs> it's our Super Sunday today. Hey. And today's topic is honor your parents. And uh, we are not just into top 10 commandments, but also today we are into top five. It's number five, honor your parents. Let's go to Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Does anyone know um, when will be the Father's Day in New Zealand this year? September, hey, definitely in September, 4th of September. A few weeks ago, my mom in China called me in the middle of the night. By the way, I hate the time difference between China and New Zealand, five hours. Every time when my parents called me after their dinner, I already sleep here. So I picked up the phone. Hey, mom, mom, no, no, it's okay, it's okay, not too late. It's still early here. One in the morning, that early. So mom, what, what, what's the matter? My mom said, son, it's a Father's Day. How come you didn't even text your dad? Father's Day in China. I don't even know he exists. <laughs> because when I was a child, there was no Father's Day. Why? Every day is Father's Day. Because in our culture, the position of a father is always respected and honored. We don't need a Father's Day. I don't know why Chinese people started celebrating Father's Day. But the problem is, we don't have an official day for Father's Day. So, Chinese people just celebrate every Father's Day they have learned from overseas. American Father's Day, Taiwan Father's Day, of course, New Zealand Father's Day. <laughs> so when mom said, hey, call your dad, it's a Father's Day, I was confused. I asked, which one, mom? My mom said, what do you mean by which one? You only have one dad. <laughs> which Father's Day is it, mom? Ah. Oh, the American one. Okay, the American one. So I called my dad, who was five hours younger than me in China. I called him. I said, you know, my dad is not a Christian, but I always feel I'm getting closer to God every time I talk to him because I always start my conversation with confession and finish with repentance. <laughs> sorry, dad. I am sorry. I should have called you early today. But that, people in New Zealand, we really don't know it's American Father's Day in China. So happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I promise, I promise I will not forget the next one. Both of my parents are in their 70s now. They love each other, they're living together, enjoying lives together. I love my parents. I honor them, but it doesn't mean everything they did was honorable. It doesn't mean they never made mistakes. You know, we all have flaws. Parents are not exception. I remember when I was around 20 years old in university, their marriage went through a very difficult time. They were on the brink of a divorce. They turned my life upside down. They never meant to hurt me. They probably thought I was old enough to handle it, but they were wrong. 
I was utterly shocked and upset by what happened. I didn't understand. I realized that, wow, actually, I, I didn't know my parents enough. My son is five years old now. I remember when he was one year old, I took a photo. I was holding him in my arm. I took a photo and sent it to my dad. And then my dad sent me a photo. That was him holding me in his arms when I was one year old. After that, he sent me another photo. My granddad holding him when my dad is one year old. Wow. When you put three photos together, we look like Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> Small one and a bigger one, and then a bigger one. You know, as children, we often forget our parents had a life before we came into the picture. They had parents, childhood, experience, friendships. They had challenges and difficulties. They were struggling with their own demons. What they had gone through shaped, shaped the way they were. So, they are not perfect, just like you and us. Even when our parents did their best, they cannot make everything right because they are human. And parenting is a very difficult work. Did anyone ever had a flatmate who always set an alarm to wake up everybody except himself or herself? <laughs> right? Hey, you are the flatmate to your parents when you came into this world. You came with a built-in alarm system. When my children were babies, they used to woke me up at least three times a night, three times every night, including Father's Day. They woke me up to feed them or change nappies. Hey, parents, I don't know you, but I never felt honored when I was changing nappies for my kids. Did they show you any respect in doing that? So let's assume now, let's assume you have, a, you have perfect parents. They are perfect. They love you unconditionally. They only do right things for you. And they always want the best for you. Are they going to keep you happy 100%? I don't think so. Why? How about God, our heavenly father? He is perfect. His truth is perfect. He only does right things for you. And he wants the best for you. Let me ask you, are you happy with everything he teaches in the Bible? Let's be honest. No. Are you obeying everything he says without any difficulty? No. So friends, let's give our parents a break and accept that we are not perfect either. When imperfect people come together, form a family, and live together, things will go wrong. But that's not just our parents' fault. Sometimes we are the problem. When God puts honor your father and your mother as one of the top five commandments, I believe he wants to understand, want us to understand that honoring our parents it's an un unconditional obligation. Unconditional obligation. 
We should always honor our parents, regardless of their parenting skill, beliefs, and merit. Here, I hope, shed some light on this seemingly simple but sometimes difficult commandment and provide a framework through which all of us may be able to understand and keep this commandment. Okay, let's go. First of all, recognize their God-appointed position. Recognize their God-appointed position. In the orange Hebrew, the word used for honor is kavad, which means to make heavy or to be heavy. It is the opposite of being light. As such, this commandment is a requirement that we must not regard our parents lightly. As we get older and mature, we might get to the point where we think, hey, I don't need to listen to my parents anymore. They are old-fashioned. Or I don't have time to listen to them anymore. I'm busy. Maybe you have higher qualifications, better jobs, and more money than your parents. But it doesn't mean we can start regarding them lightly. Proverbs 23, verse 22 says, Listen to your parent. Listen to your father who gave your life, and do not despise your mother when she's old. Our parents carry a tremendous amount of significance in my life. And we ought to regard their positions as meaningful all the time. Living in a Western society, we turn to resist authority. We believe any authority must work to earn our respect. Right? So the commandment, this commandment teaches us that parents will have a God-given right to be honored for their position of authority, no matter what. Honoring parents is honoring God, who appointed them this position. Now I'm going to share with you a very short video clip from the TV series Band of Brothers. In this um, video, you are going to see two characters. One is Captain Sobo. The other one is Major Winters. Captain Sobo appears to walk by without saluting Major Winters. I want you to pay attention to what Winters says. Please watch the screen. Yeah, we salute the man. Oh, sorry, we salute the rank, not the man. So army, the army demands the soldiers to salute the rank, if not the man. 
to some degree, we can apply the same principle to parents. We always honor and recognize their position of authority in our life, no matter what, regardless of their merit. Because God is not asking. It's a commandment. The next one is we always respond with gentleness and respect. Always respond with gentleness and respect. It is easy to talk to our parents with respect when we agree, agree on everything. The question is, how do we respond to them when we disagree, especially when our parents disagree with us on our beliefs and values? According to 2018 New Zealand census, 37% of New Zealanders identify themselves as Christians. And 17%, 14%, sorry, believes in other religions. 49% have no religion at all. So that means 63% of New Zealanders don't believe in Jesus. The majority of people we meet every day don't believe what we believe. They may include our parents. Honoring our parents doesn't mean we have to compromise God's truth. But even while we disagree, we can still give honor. Rather than exploding in anger, shutting them down in frustration, or ignoring them, we can always respond with gentleness and respect. 1 Peter 3, 15, But in your hearts reveal Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. An American pastor and author whose name is Caleb Kottenbach wrote a book called Messy Grace. It talks about how he learned to honor and respect his homosexual parents without compromising his Christian convictions. Caleb joined a Bible study at the age of 16 in the effort to disapprove Christianity. Nevertheless, he found himself captivated by scripture. Everything changed. He decided to go to ministry and became a pastor. But he was terrified because his parents were furious and kicked him out of the house. But he didn't give up. He didn't give up on his parents. He tried to understand them as people who also carried the image of God. He acknowledged their opinion, listened to their views, and never bashed their views. He gave them a margin to believe what they wanted as he wanted that same margin from them. Eventually, his parents reconciled with him and they became Christians in their later years. So when we honor our parents, we want what's best for them. Speaking the truth with respect and gentleness is investing in your parents' long-term good. That way, your response increases chance of seeing opposite changes in your parents' life. 
Finally, we don't blame them for our problems. Don't blame them for your problems. We sometimes blame our parents for everything negative in our lives, such as lack of motivation, poor self-confidence, relationship breakups, and more. Maybe your parents didn't spend enough time with you when you were a child. Maybe your parents didn't encourage you enough and they were critical. Maybe the money was tight and you couldn't do what your classmates do. But all those situations are very common. You are not alone if you feel, if you had that experience. You may be absolutely correct that if your parents did something differently, you would have become a better person. But that kind of victimhood mentality only hurts you more because it's a dead end. It doesn't get you anywhere. It only gives you an excuse not to make an effort to change. You are saying to God, hey God, what others did in my life in the past is more powerful than what you will do in my future. Is that true? 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, the Apostle Paul says, If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. The old has gone, the new is here. It's time to change our attitude. We must focus, on our, focus our lives on what's to come in the future, not what has happened in the past. From now on, you are responsible for your happiness. Worship team, please come up. I really want to take a moment to talk to those who still feel hurt by what their parents had done in their life. I know in some cases, owner is extremely difficult. In some cases, damage runs very deep. God sees everything. God sees you. He doesn't want you to fake it. He wants you to face it so that you can get on with your life. Let's get back to the commandment. Honor your father and your mother. Please listen to this. The next half is very important. So that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Here is a promise in this commandment. The promise is that if you learn to honor your parents, you will begin to have a new life. You begin to enjoy the rest of your life in a new place. God wants you to move on, to go to the promised land, just like He rescued the Israelites from the slavery in Egypt. It's time to move on. But if we still hold bitterness against our parents, we're still trapped in the past. 
and we're still enslaved in Egypt. So friends, be the one to start the conversation with your parents. Talk to them. If you cannot talk to them because either they are not around anymore or there's no way for them to listen to you, then you need to see a Christian counselor to work on forgiveness. The whole point is you need to get this off your chest and get on with your life. It's time to move on. Let me put it this way. You can honor your parents without having to agree with them on everything. You can honor your parents without having to please them. But you must honor them because it comes with a promise. You will live a long life in the land God is giving you. There is a new life in the new land waiting for you. Honoring your parents benefits both you and them. For all of us, honor our parents is not an event only happens on Mother's Day or Father's Day. It's a lifestyle for God's people. I honor my parents and I want my children to honor me as well. So I must set an example for them. I'm a human, I made mistakes, and I will make more mistakes as they grow up. At the end of the day, we all need to be honored and we all need to be forgiven. Let me finish my sermon with this scripture. Ephesians 4, 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Now let's pray. Heavenly Father, none of us is perfect. None of our parents is perfect. Lord, we honor them. We honor them today, Lord, because you chosen them to create us. And Lord, we pray that you will keep blessing them. You will give us the heart, the love, the joy to honor our parents. Lord, we thank you for the gift of parents. And we pray for your blessing on them today. We pray in the name of Jesus.